This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2016. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we talk about the Golden Girls. And we watched an episode, but we watched the episode and then we talk about it. Welcome back. I know. It's been a moment. It's been a moment for me. I've been sick and I've been traveling. And right now we're at your apartment, just like last time, I think. No. Oh, no. Sorry. That was a few times ago. So if we sound any different, it's because we're in a large room. A larger... Well, not really. It's about the same size as mine, I guess. Um, But yeah, uh, I was sick and I was traveling and now I am home in Los Angeles and I'm very happy. I am also... I'm very glad that you're back. You Um, saw me at at, at death's door. I did. It was not good. I was very worried about you. It was bad. It was a ba- it, it literally was a scary as fuck illness. It was like I fell the night before. When did we go? Yeah, I don't even remember. And then what did we do? We went into you got blood work done. Oh, we that's went, right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And See, I, I, that's how sick I was. I don't even remember what was, was going on. I was trying to be helpful by bringing you soup. And yeah. I texted you because I had chicken soup and carrot ginger homemade soup frozen. Yes, and yes. I said, I have these two soups. Which would you like? And I didn't hear from you and I knew I had to come get you. So yeah. I just made a decision and I said, oh, chicken soup. That's the soup yeah, he'd like. That's the soul soup. And then as I'm on my way there, you text me and you say, oh, carrot ginger because I can't really swallow. I but I did swallow it. I ate it. Oh, good. Because yeah. then when I got to your apartment, yeah. because it was frozen soup, yeah. I made you, you had to walk down to my car, yeah. get the soup, and then walk back up to your apartment. Well, I felt I, like I chose the least that. helpful person no, on I the chose, planet. I remember this. I chose that because I, uh, when, I, when you're sick, you, you feel like you're living in this, as you know, you live in, you're living in the cesspool and you don't want to get, I, you feel horrible to get anyone else sick. I mean, it was just Fraser and I in this sort of like disgusting 24 hours, seven sort of seven, not seven, 24 hours, like couch moment where mm-hmm. you're just sort of laying there watching a lot of really bad TV and just. And you're not referring to the Gigi, I'm assuming when you say bad TV. Oh, I actually did not watch Gigi because that I had to, because Gigi is not in a streaming platform and because Hallmark, and I know our list, you listeners, you kind friends of ours, I know you relate to this fucking Hallmark channel during the months of November and December, do like 24-7 like Christmas programming, and thus they do not show the regularly scheduled Golden Girls episodes in the morning and in the evening, Uh, and it fucks with my schedule. Like, look, I love a good Kelly Clarkson Christmas special as much as the next person. No one wants that. 
Well, I do, but I don't want Golden Girls to be removed from the regular programming because of it. I want... I no, I I would be I would even be happy if they showed the same Christmas episodes over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like if they did that, that'd be great. Right. I would do, it would be like the it would be the Golden Girls fans log channel. Mm-hmm. Burning log. Oh yeah. Oh god, I love that. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. We should do that. I love that. I mean legally I love you can't idea. probably. No, we can't. But, but yeah. Um well, I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you're back. Thank you. Uh Thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast who's been so incredibly kind and supportive yeah. and, and, and wishing you well it's instead, the holiday of, season instead of too. getting I think, upset that we haven't. I know. You know and I re- we wanted new, to new record, episode. but like life just kind of exploded there for a second. But right. now I'm, I'm in town You said for life bit. exploded and I picture you having explosive diarrhea on the toilet. No, I did not have explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Instead, I was just like unable to move. Yeah. Yeah. You were... Achy beyond repair. I was achy, and like it was like one of those things where like 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 I like I fell, like I, I couldn't move. It was yeah oh. yeah. Anyway, I was thinking when you texted me and you said I fell, I was like he should have a medic alert bracelet. Oh God, that'd be <laughs> you know that's no. Oh. Okay, just kidding, just yeah. kidding. We're the same age, so if you have one, I should have one. Um, I'm so glad that our sort of big December return was for this episode. I know. Oh, God. Guys, we just watched season four, episode 24, Foreign Exchange, which aired on May 6th, 1989, and is the one where Dorothy might be adopted (gasps) and Rosen Blanche Dirty Dance. Oh, my God. Not adopted. Switched at birth. Sorry. Switched at birth. Not adopted. Switched at birth. Those are not interchangeable phrases. They're very different. Um, (laughs) So... Oh, God. This this episode was filled with, like, memorable guest stars from various episodes and, like, guest stars, people making different appearances, but they had previously been seen on the Golden Girls. Two of them in the same scene. I have have a really big... Here, we'll get into it, but right off the bat, I just want to say, the thing about the Boscos, right? To me, they sort of feel like... You know, in like all the uh, like Christmas vacation movies, like Eddie, Randy Quaid, right? He's Uh like the neighbor who whenever he comes over to the Griswold's house, he like just fucks shit up and then like leaves and doesn't even say bye and doesn't realize You're saying this right now? You are wearing an Eddie Griswold like robe. At this mo- at this very moment, like you are, you are him from Christmas Vacation. You're saying I'm Chevy Chase. No, I'm saying you're. Oh, I'm Eddie. You're Eddie. Eddie's not Eddie. He's not a Griswold, is he? He is. He's their cousin. He's his. Oh, oh no, he's, he's not the cousin. Griswold. He's the wife's cousin or something. Yes, I think yeah. the wife is regardless. The, regardless they're related, and binary. he's wearing a robe in that funny episode of Christmas Vacation. And so are you right now? I know, but I'm also not wearing like a white tank top and boxer shorts. My point being the Boscos <laughs> sort of float into Miami and yes. like set off a bomb and yes. they're like, okay, bye. And then they leave. Yeah. It was very upsetting to me. Yeah. But yeah, but let's, let's go through let's chronologically as we do. Yeah. Um, the episode starts where Blanche, uh, Blanche finds out the local dance troupe or whatever is putting on a dirty dancing lessons. And she is just so excited because of the movie. Yes, because of the movie. Um, yeah, Blanche is super excited for a dirty dancing class. I did um, a dirty dancing thing once at a retreat in Garrison, New York. Was it fun? You know, it was. I was asked. They were doing 
I forget how it went. They were doing it was like a karaoke thing. It was this it's a, it was this Jewish artist retreat in this like like Harry Potter like castle oh, in Garrison, New York, which is in the Hudson Valley. It's uh, along the Hudson River mm-hmm. in New York. And they, <laughs> it's just like a bunch of like these Jewish artists and they had a karaoke moment and they had time of my life whenever mm-hmm. it came on and they wanted me to do it cuz they were like you're you're a comedian you you're going to make this good and right. oh I made it good only because I did it with this one I forget who I did it with but I did it with this one woman and she clearly was following my lead right. and I was singing the song and everything and then Were you doing the dance? Oh my god. Was I doing the dance? I did my own variation of the sure. dance but then there was a moment where the crowd naturally parted <gasps> and I wow. had this line in the stage where I was able to, because the girl I was with, she wasn't able to follow my lead in terms of being dramatic, plus flying from the stage, right. but I was able to jump, it was a low stage, I was able to jump from the stage, do a somersault, <gasps> land on my feet and dance the aisle down. And I, if I, you don't get I killed laid it. I killed off of it. this story I appearing didn't. on the podcast. In fact. But now you will because oh, you're telling Hopefully, because there that night, later that night, someone told me, you know, you could be skinnier if you wanted to. Oh, that's bullshit. In person. Ugh. Like not in a tweet, like most Screw respectable them. people. Screw them. Anyway. Anyway, I love it. <laughs> the, literally my first bullet point and you have a story for it. I love yeah. it. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Stories for Blanche asks Dorothy if she would like to join. Dorothy does not wish to join. No. And so she asks Rose. And as we all know... Rose is an incredible dancer who can do front handsprings and flips yes. and and splits. Um, of course, Rose would be the natural one to ask the woman without a stunt double who does her um, her dances in a pink dress. Uh, Sophia uh, now announces that um, her friends, uh, the Boscos, are coming to visit, and this is a couple whom they were also from Sicily, uh, but she knows them because when she was in the hospital having Dorothy, uh, Philomena mm-hmm. Bosco uh, was having her daughter, Agina. Agina. Agina at the same time. Yes. And they both were like, oh, you're from Sicily, I'm from Sicily. And they yeah. became friends. And then they had their daughters at the same time. So yeah. she's excited that this couple's coming to visit. Yeah, it's like it's a reminisce thing. Um, and then, uh, oh, sorry. Let me get him. It's fine. It's fine. So then uh, Rose is all like, I don't like dirty dancing. It's always made me feel dirty. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's so dirty. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay, where were my notes? Um, oh, so <laughs> there... <laughs> There Stan's are like taking Sue away. Nine goat jokes in this episode. Yes, um, which okay, goat we, jokes related to specifically to Sicily. Yeah, so which is like uh, it's 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 almost a fault. It's all, like when as we're watching the the series, I I'm noticing that there are like a pattern to some Sophia jokes. That yeah, Sophia jokes are always funny, but like there's this one that. It's always about Sophia sharing a bed with a bunch of people and then there's a goat. And like saying it right now, it is amusing. But watching it in this episode, I was like, come on, guys, like another bed goat joke. Yeah, because Sophia is like, oh, they can all sleep in my bed. And she was like, oh, three people in a bed. Like, what are they going to think? And Sophia's like, throw in a goat and it'll feel like home. Like, couldn't they just do like a Willy Wonka reference or something just once? I mean, also, you know. We, we learned from Aunt Angela that there tends to not be enough room for a goat in yeah. a lot of Miami apartments and it's homes. true. 
So by by Sicily's sort of own, uh, you know, by their own admission, yeah. there is not there wouldn't be enough room for a goat. No. Uh, but yeah, they were by the end. It's literally like the, the final scene. Like, there was one more goat joke. A goat would eat everything. Is that true that they will eat like aluminum cans and stuff? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't goats. know. That's just the way that goats have always been portrayed in children's books. What if they're like <laughs> they vastly eat all the trash? Like vastly like misrepresented. I don't know. There must Maybe. be a there must be a goat trade association lobbying Congress to change. Oh, this the perception. GTA, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Um, if any of you listeners own a goat or know someone that owns a goat, uh, let me know if they eat trash. Like yeah. if they actually eat aluminum cans, like yeah. they do in the children's books. I bet you know. You know, I bet one of our listeners, avid listeners. Would be able to tell us about goats eating. I would love cans. to know about goats goat eating. Habits. Especially a really awesome one that we received a message from Duante from Ohio. Amazing listener listening to us as Duante falls asleep. Which oh. um, I you know it's not because we're boring, says Duante. It's because we have um, we 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 have soothing voices. It now I I feel inclined to to, to sort speak of in a different speak voice. In a way that well, Duante, I we, would should we maybe put some sound effects of a right light rain? Oh yeah, you know maybe pattering against the the doorway. No, that's that's like a sizzle. That's not a, like I'm talking about like a rain, like a. Now everyone has to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just fell asleep at the wheel Thank of their you, car. Thank you, Duante, for so the so very sorry. nice letter that you sent us. And I'm sure you know anything about the goats, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There are other goats in Ohio? Probably. Yes, of course there are. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're... New scene. Uh, Rose and Dorothy, or Rose and Blanche uh, come home from their very yeah. first uh, dance class. And yeah. Rose is wearing a... Picnic tablecloth. I mean, one piece. It is an outfit, jumper, like, but it's also like a. It, it's like mid. It's like below the knee shorts sort of thing. Well, yeah, it's like a capri pant cut. It's it looks so great. Like it looks like they're in both the, wearing pants like that though. Right, but hers is a, no. Hers is a one. Hers piece. is a lot. Yeah, and it looks like okay. So if you guys remember, there was a Pippi Longstocking, a live action Pippi Longstocking yes, movie that I came out. I remember. I loved it in like the late eighties. It's like a TV movie, early 90s. musical, right? And there's yes. a song from it that I remember. Scrubbing day is my favorite. Day. That's was not the that song. One? No, it was okay. the one at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, the, all of their clothes. Oh my God, I believe get eaten by a goat, or maybe it's her horse that eats the clothes. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Their clothes get eaten when yeah. they're they're bathing in their underwear. I'm now realizing this sounds weird because it's like Pippi <laughs> and then like a young brother or sister. Anyway, so they fashion clothes out of like shit that they pull off of someone's like outdoor like line for their laundry that's outside drying. Mm-hmm. So it's like 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 the little girl's wearing like a sheet, like a checkered sheet. Anyway, yeah. that's what Blaine, that's what Rose's outfit looked like to me. Incredible. Incredible. Yes, I loved it. I would wear it. If I could, if I had that body, if I wasn't so round, I would wear it. She did look good, though. I'll give her that. But it was a a picnic table. So we learned that Rose is a natural dirty dancer and Blanche sucks sucks at dirty dancing. Which, I mean, is sort of like amazing in so many ways, you know, but I can see that because Blanche, I mean, Dorothy has the line that maybe it's because (laughs) Blanche standing up. (laughs) 
That's what's throwing her off. Which has an amazing sort of like pause where the audience catches it and they're like, oh, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Um, But yeah, Rose apparently has, which I call bullshit on because later in the episode during that dance, Rose is slow as fuck. Blanche is the one moving. But also we've seen Blanche dance well. Yeah. Multiple times. We've seen her in that like tuxedo with Mm -hmm. the top hats and the canes and the sparkly outfit. Maybe Blanche. We've seen her also at the dance contest. We've seen her we've seen her dance well maybe blanche is like me in that you have to be in the right moment for the gyration to come but then blanche doesn't offer any explanation as to why she's not doing well she actually just kind of seems embarrassed and defensive she doesn't try to blame it on like her partner of course she's defensive about it you know Yeah, I don't know, but so, it's kind of awesome, you know, serendipitous that, that I know, yeah, I know, but and that'll come back. So now the Boscos arrive. The Boscos yeah. are Frida Claxton and the <laughs> yeah. Italian guy in the wheelchair who Literally, screwed over the girls when they wanted to convert the garage. They are just like less gray-haired versions of their past characters. Yes, like also I didn't realize. Um, what? Sorry, what's uh, Nan? Uh, what's Frida Claxton's name? The her real Nan, name. It's fine. I'll get it. Uh, I didn't realize how tall she was. Tall and an accomplished she's actress. Very tall. And you said she's still alive, right? Free she Claxton? is. She's eighty-two. She hasn't done much, um, but she's. I mean, I. This is weird to say. Oh no, she died. I'm sorry. Oh, she did die in 2010. Oh, okay. Um, but she did some good things. She did Castaway. Shallow was she Howl? Wilson? No, I'm just kidding. Was she what? She there was. Were like three she was in a in Nightmare Castaway. on Elm Street three. Dream Warriors. Um, that was a good one. It uh, just, that's the one where the woman like had to eat and then she got all real fat and shit. I, I understand <laughs> that they like to repurpose actors on the show. I get that. It makes sense that they wanted to repurpose yes. the Italian guy in the wheelchair because he actually spoke Italian in that episode. Yeah. But Frida Claxton, that, again, she's a wonderful name, actor. His but name, her, Vito Scotti. Right. But Frida Claxton. Who's the godfather. Her course. accent, her Italian accent is not not that great. No, no, she no. Here's she's what not I would have loved to probably have because seen. she's from Decatur, Illinois. I would have loved to have seen, and I know that they wouldn't do this, but because because again, the idea is that Frida Claxton is is maybe mm, Dorothy's mom. I'm maybe. just going to call her Frida or Philomena. That's yeah. her name. Frida Philo. <laughs> Frida Mena might be Frida Mena might be Dorothy's mom, so yes. she's meant to look like her. She's tall and slender; that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I would have loved to see Linny Green, who plays oh. a young Dorothy in all the flashbacks. If they put Lynn Green in older makeup, you just got real personal with Lynn Green by calling her Linny. Um. So, well, I feel like like I, I are see you other- on <laughs> are you on a texting basis with Miss Lynn Green? No, not only when she did our our. Interview episode we texted, but uh, she was awesome. You I saved have, that number, correct? Probably. I would have loved <laughs> to have seen her in that role. It would have been great. It would have been great. It would have been great. And also, we yeah. all would have been like right off the bat. Oh, we, we know what's going on here. Screaming, right? <laughs> um, so, so they come in, and it becomes clear. Wait, as So what? Can we talk about the ring around the rosy that they do at the door when Sophia greets them? Oh, I don't know. I they get so that. excited and they all like join hands and oh, go, and they do ah, it. Ah, 
and they're all like, oh, yeah. so excited to see you. And they they start they do what you call a ring around the rosy. Whenever I where they join hands and then move in a circle. Sometimes people greet me like real excitedly, like they're not not like strangers, but like mm-hmm. people who know me. And they're, they'll jump and stuff. And I'll, like, jump for, like, a minute or so. And then I'll be like, why are we jumping? You know, like, this is yeah. gravity. Yeah, Stay like on jumping's, the ground. Jumping's... But, I, I like to reserve jumping for, like, when you see someone you haven't seen in years and it's a highly anticipated visit. I never want to jump, like, in any situation. Right. Ever. That's fair. Yeah. Jumping, yeah. Jumping's, and it's not great on your knees. Also, jumping photos, let's stop that on Instagram. Let's make that a 2017 thing. Stop, stop. the jumping Instagram videos. No one needs it. We know that you're excited. Your face can convey it. That's great. Thank you. That's, I feel like you just gave us your takeaway. I did. Um, <laughs> so... Almost so. So Philomena and uh, whatever the the dad's name is, they show up and their <laughs> the Italian daughter, dude in the wheelchair. That's what, that's what he yeah, is. Yeah, Italian guy in a wheelchair in in in, in well, Freedom. They, they show, show up, up and they basically do this reveal. They're they're very blunt when with all of them. We're like, we came to take our daughter home to get married. And then Dorothy's like, but you came with your daughter. Their daughter, like, no, Gina, that by was the way, an who's out in the car She's sitting the in cabbie. the car because she pays. And, uh, and then she walks in and it becomes clear that, like, she looks, she's basically like a Sophia drag queen. Right. And she, so, she, yeah. So here's my issue. I want to find out that actress's First name. Of, oh, no, her name, that actress's name, who, by the way, she only has one line in the whole episode, which is, Buongiorno, I'm a Gina. That's all she says in the whole episode. Okay. Her name is Flo D. Flo D or Die? Flo Die Ray, which is the most sound of music I love song it. title name I love it. in the history of names. She Flo is, is a voice Ray. actress, primarily. Well, she only had one line. It was very strange. She was in a great television series. Called Baby Talk. So, okay. So here's. <laughs> and she was on an episode of Seinfeld. Here's my issue about this scene. Yeah. This couple, they haven't seen Sophia since. In what? In 60 50, years? 50 years. Yeah. Right? They show up. Their daughter's still in the car. Yeah. Paying and they the bill. show up and just sort of out of nowhere, they're just like, hello, nice to see you. Uh, so our daughter Gina isn't our daughter. Dorothy, you're our daughter. You're going to come get married to a man in Sicily. Not surprising. Let me what? tell you why. Let me tell you why. Like, they don't even every say sit single, down. We have something serious to tell you. Single, also, save the marriage thing for later. Maybe. Ev- yeah, you're thinking like a typical American. Every single person we have met from Sicily and or Italy is like this in this episode, in this series. It's every single time someone comes from Sicily, it's like, what? You're very blunt. You're very not what we expected. Why are you assuming all of these things? And Angela, why are you sleeping with goats? I guess so, but like this isn't a, I feel like this isn't a a Sven kind of situation where Mm -hmm. he doesn't really speak the language and maybe doesn't really know, Mm -hmm. you know, what's culturally acceptable. Again, they lived in Brooklyn. Which is the the same excuse the guy gave me for saying I could be skinnier because he was Israeli. Sorry, nude. Nude? Sorry, dude. That's just rude everywhere. It's rude, dude. 
to say that about me, nude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's get nude. I freestyle. No yeah, big deal. You did. Um, no, I agree though. It is, it was a little out of the blue, but it is, I think very indicative of the other t- Italians in the series. It, it just like, I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Who no, are you? It's a who lot. Who do you think you are? It's a lot. And, and then, so then they, so before Gina walks in, Dorothy's like, Wait, I'm sorry, what? Say and, what? And she's really thrown off. Mm-hmm. Sophia's attitude throughout this entire series also was mind boggling to me because she never once seemed She's not bothered by she's it. She's not bothered she by it. She seems very all. like, What? Am I your mother? She's just like, eh. Yeah. Whatever. But so Dorothy is like sort of like, wait, sorry, I'm what? That you guys are crazy. Yeah. There's no shred of evidence that this is not my mother pointing to Sophia. And at that moment, Gina walks in and says, Buongiorno, I'm a Gina. Her one line. Yes. And she looks just like uh, Sophia. And then all the mayhem ensues. Everything. I mean, it's just confusion, confusion, confusion. And again, so now we go right into, and that's a great act break moment. Um, Then we go into, so now. Sophia and Dorothy are sharing uh, a bed together, a bed as together. they do. Which is, I mean, it's a, it's an iconic Golden Girls moment whenever Sophia and Dorothy are in bed together. Which sounds gross, but it's beautiful because it's like you know these scenes are awesome. They always are. Sophia, I feel like her. Every scene stays true to her nighttime routine, mm-hmm. which is usually she's like, you know, I need a little like Vicks on my chest. Yeah. I got a little Bengay on my knees. Yeah. You know, she's, What's she's your putting on routine? lotion and, and she's do? like, what are, what are you going to do? Pickle yourself? Like, uh, well, my routine, um, brush, floss, uh, Listerine. Floss. And then basic. Uh, <laughs> I... Either sometimes I wash my face and then like if I've like worn makeup that day, but if I haven't, then I might just use like one of those like simple like makeup cleaning pads and I just like use yeah. that to wipe any residue off my face. Um, and then, yeah. And then sometimes I put like lotion on my face before I go to bed. That's it. Wow. Your bedtime routine is boring. It's incredibly boring. Can I tell you mine? Yes, I would love to hear your bedtime routine. <laughs> My bedtime routine is I look to Fraser and I'm like, I guess we should go to bed now. And then I get up and I turn on the television. Or I turn the television to a channel that I think maybe I can fall asleep to. It usually would be the Golden Girls, but it's not because of fucking Hallmark. So I usually wind up either putting on a Golden Girls DVD, which causes me then to cause a sleep timer because I don't want the dead DVD to go back to that goddamn music that was rolling on the DVD right. thing. That's one thing you don't want to wake up in the middle of the no, night. No, because then I have to get out of bed. And then Frazier thinks like it's time to wake up, so he's just awake all night, and it's just it ruins everything. Things. So have to do a sleep timer and then I tell Frazier, okay, let's go pee. And so I go pee and he goes pee and then I brush my teeth and then we get into bed and then we have this sort of weird like undercover cover thing going on in bed where Frazier's just like nub- nubbling up in me and I'm trying to read. Wait, he's what up he's in He's like you? nubbling up into nubbling. me. Nubbling, I yeah, like Yeah, he's that. like nudging, but he's also like rubbing. Like it's like a, it's like a thing. Yeah. And, and, and then finally I'm like, ugh. Gotta stop looking at my phone and I turn on my stomach and I try to fall asleep, but it doesn't usually work because then I get absorbed in the Golden Girls episode that's playing and I'm up until like 3 a.m. I have sleeping problems. I, for any new listeners, I feel like people are who maybe who don't know Frasier think that Frasier might be like, <laughs> like my boyfriend. Your boyfriend. 
He's a cat. He's totally a cat. Fraser is a dog-like cat. Can you imagine if I told my boyfriend, come on, we're going to go pee. Yeah, and then you pee at the same time. Um, there are boyfriends who do that, I'm sure. I, but... You I, get the sink tonight. <laughs> you pee in the toilet, I'll pee in the tub. Um, Done it. That, But that's not totally dissimilar in terms of, I mean, yeah, like I'm on my phone. I play my games on my phone or I'll like stay oh, on Twitter. Oh, you fall asleep to games. Well, it's not that I fall asleep to them, but I might like unwind and play a game on my phone. And then I'll, you know, I might listen to a podcast when I fall asleep. Oh, like Duante. Yeah, like the way Duante listens to our podcast. It's so sweet. I hope um, if you're still awake, Duante, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, you were all over this episode, Duante. I know. So, yeah. so yeah. So they're the, talking uh, in bed, and is, again, and Dorothy is, is really upset. This is Dorothy, to me. Uh, well, it's upsetting because Dorothy is like, you know, the possibility that her mother might not be her mother right, is, is that's upsetting. So- big and like and all she wants is a parent to like tell her everything's gonna be okay and so and Sophia like won't do it asleep. yeah and um it's this is a huge thing but this maybe Sophia like, but see but maybe yeah. Sophia's in that place of like of course I'm your mother because she knows that being a mother doesn't necessarily mean giving birth right but say that then say that to Dorothy I know. because Dorothy is lost like when Dorothy says I just need a parent to tell me everything's going to be okay. Yeah. That's a very serious moment. It is. And in that moment, in rushes in Italian guy in the wheelchair who's, again, mm-hmm. so big and cartoonish. It just, like, cuts right into this serious moment that Dorothy's having where he's like, Oh, where's my little bambino? I heard you crying from outside of the room. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not your little bambino. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then from now Frida on, Mayer runs in. And then there's a whole thing about, like, uh, them being confused about who's Ma. And she's like, your number, Ma... You're ma number one and you're ma number two. And, and Dorothy shouldn't have to say you're ma number two. No. no you're Frida Mena. Yeah. Call her, that's, that's her name. That's what she should be well, calling her. Well, let's be real. That's a hard, shitty name to say. No. It's an easy name to say. She Dorothy shouldn't be shouldn't have to feel like she's forced to entertain the idea that this woman might be her mother. Because, and the other thing is, all they said was... We think you're our daughter. Like there was a mix-up at the hospital. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all you need to get a, Again, a that's 23 minute episode. Again, somebody coming in and dropping a like dropping a huge just just shitting on your rug mm-hmm. and then being like night and then going to bed. Pile of shit on your golden rug. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that night Dorothy can't sleep. Yes. Of course. So of course. she's at Wait, the kitchen table. Didn't this feel a little like okay, I had this is my continuity error like that I'm going to call out which I never do. But when when Sophia and Dorothy are asleep, I'm assuming it's like 12, 1 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Like I'm assuming. I also assumed it was I'm late. I'm assuming it's late. Like, yes. And, and then all of a sudden she's up drinking coffee and Rose and Blanche just get home. Like what rager are they coming from? Right. Well, yes. This, this I had a problem with. I'm so glad you're the one that brought it up because I feel like I am poking it so really many holes in this episode. Me. The, these dance classes take place both during the day and late at night. Like late. Like what kind of like Abby Lee Miller dance company? I don't know why I just used Abby Lee Miller. Yeah. That's the only dance company I know they since I watched that Dance late. Moms. Those are children. No, those are children. <laughs> but like, uh, and I, maybe since it's a dirty dancing class, they're like, oh, we're illegally renting this space, so we oh, we have to do it when the people who own the building are out of town. You, like, I wonder if it's that kind of situation. You know you can be dirty at, like, 
any hour of the day. Sure. It's yeah. I also thought that they came in, and I was like, Frankly, "Wait, what time is it?" I like being dirty right after I get clean. Me too. Yeah, because yeah. that way I know like everything is clean. Yeah, it just feels. You I don't can know. get it dirty. I again. definitely don't. I don't. I mean, I don't knock anybody who's like, "Fuck it, I don't care." That's my own neuroses. I like, also understand that. You mean like in cleanliness? Well, in just wanting to always like be clean before I be dirty. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I definitely am more like be clean, but there are some men I've been with. They're like, don't wash your armpits. And I'm like, I also like, that's weird. I, it's weird because I, I, ra- I will rarely wash my hair. Because, really? Yeah. Like I use a lot of dry shampoo in my hair. And also mm. since now I put this like purple color in it, that shit ain't cheap. So I rarely yeah. wash it, but I shower a lot. Like sometimes I'll really? shower twice a day with like a shower cap or I'll take like a bath or something just because I, I I like to feel clean. I also get like really compulsive about making sure my nails are a certain length. I have weird compulsive Yeah, I can behaviors. see that. Brr, I'm, lit- so. I'm sitting on my floor. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, so Rose and, and Blanche come in from um, the dance practice. Rose is dressed like Jem. I like, love it. I love it. She is wearing They're like this purple and white outfit. She has geometric uh-huh. triangle blue earrings. She I looks just want so, her to go. It's Gem. like it's like eighties. Oh. I don't understand this reference, but it's like you don't know Jem. No, what is With that? The per- they did a reboot of it and it failed because Jem was like a popular animated series I have from no the eighties. Where about. a girl was blonde and she had these earrings and they were star colored and she would. Press on it, she became gem. Like I've never a, heard it was of like this. Hannah Montana, but in the eighties, and it was animated. I've never seen this. Okay, sorry, <laughs> you were saying, but she was looking very like like late eighties, early nineties, like Saved by the Bell, Grandma. Yes, I was thinking Saved by the Bell too. Yeah, it's very. Sa- yeah. It's like, oh my god, you're Jesse Spano's grandma. Yeah. Hip dumb grandma. Yeah. She <laughs> Rose looked really good in this. I mean she Rose did. and Blanche, their outfits. A lot of colors, a lot of neon. A lot of neon. Yeah. For dirty dancing. So great. Um, they didn't so, wear neon dirty dancing, but they no. they, they, they made well, it. Well it that also way. took place in like the fifties. Yeah, so. exactly. When uh, things weren't dirty. I love the advice that Blanche gives Dorothy in this mm-hmm. scene. Dorothy's really stressing out. And again, I feel like it's Sophia's responsibility to <laughs> Sophia the one keeps to make mucking her feel it up though. It's really great. But Blanche tells Dorothy it doesn't matter if Sophia is her birth mother or not. Nothing will change the fact so that true. she raised her. She's her so mom. True. Which is very true. And, and then, then Sophia walks in with Gina. With and the Gina. They're, they're like, oh, let's go to look in the refrigerator. For what? Food, probably. But they stay there a while. And again, like Sophia has like zero no regard yeah. for Dorothy. That's, I mean, yeah. And like, and we don't know where Gina's mind is in all no. of this because here's the other thing. Well, Gina can't talk. Remember why? Oh, cause she's, she doesn't, she speak knows one English. word. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. I'm a Gina. But the other thing that like, we've kind of dropped the ball on is I feel like if they had just come over and said in, in, in terms of writing this episode, yeah. story wise, if yeah. they had come over and said, you might not be our daughter. That's big enough. But yeah. then to add on this whole, like, there's an arranged marriage and you might be getting married to some guy yeah, in Italy. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It never, it's never part of the conversation. No. So, like, and it, it's not an arranged marriage in so much as they're strangers. Because yeah. in the end, it's like, oh, Gina loves this man. She's going to go back and marry him. Yeah. Why was that even on the table? And yeah. how does Gina feel about this? Does Gina even know what's going on? 
<laughs> or did they just tell Gina like, "Hey, you're coming to Miami to visit this family, and it's gonna be great, no, and then you're gonna come Gina back with us." Gina just keeps walking around, going, "Buongiorno, I'm Gina." Like, do you think, <laughs> Gina? Do you want pizza? Buongiorno, I'm Gina. <laughs> do you think that Frida Mena and Italian guy in the wheelchair? We're going to bring Gina. And then if they learned via DNA that she was their daughter, do you think they just would have left her in Miami? <laughs> then you'd have this poor woman walking around going, Buongiorno, I'm a Gina. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we don't know why they're there. Why do you keep saying you're Gina? We know you're Gina. So anyway. You think there was like a writer's room vagina joke when they were like, Vagina, 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 Gina. No. I don't think that's how they came to the name, but maybe I'm not saying it's okay. So then, so now Dorothy is at the hospital with Sophia who's getting a a blood test so that she can get a DNA test. The woman that she's, she's Martha Firestein. I I wrote her name down. She did not do very much, but she, I, I Googled her and somehow she is connected to Alan Rickman, the late Alan Rickman. I love Alan Rickman. They were like, they went to movie things together and stuff. So Martha Firestein is, um, so when Dorothy is in sitting in the waiting room, this whole scene is unnecessary. It's not, well, you know what? We've had a lot of dramatic stuff. I think it's like, it is a fun moment and she is fierce as fuck. Yeah. She got that. Dorothy. She got that. Well, no, I'm I'm talking about Marsha. Martha. 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 Martha Martha, Martha. fierce as fuck. She got that tight little number. She got that cinch waist going on. She looks like Diane Keaton, but with more hair. Like she, she she slayed it. She slayed it. She comes over with two coffees and she's like, Hey, do you want this extra coffee? The hospital vending machine gave me two by accident. You can never trust these things. Yeah. And Dorothy, why are you trusting coughing machines? Dorothy immediately gets defensive. Like, Um, what hospitals, hospitals don't make mistakes Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, they would never accidentally switch children. Right. Right. And she freaks out. And then, and then the the woman goes, uh, I'm sorry, are you here for the methadone program? (laughs) And then this whole scene bored me. They sit back down. I was captivated by this woman's performance. Yes. I was captivated by her. I will say that. So then we should find her. She tells Dorothy that she's there. Uh, she says, I have someone going into surgery. Yeah. You know, she's like, I'm nervous. My palms are sweating. I'm like, oh, freaking out. And then you hear over the loudspeaker, it's like, paging Dr. Herman or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's me. Gotta go. I mean, uh, which is was, a funny joke. It's funny. It Didn't is see funny. it coming. Um, but I'm like, logistically, like, wouldn't she be in her scrubs? You know what I mean? She's yeah. wearing, like, she's wearing but maybe Melanie like, Griffith, working girl. Yeah. Clothing, but maybe hair it's like makeup. a Grey's Anatomy thing where the, she had sex in a closet, then she has to go cut into someone's brain. Okay. Surgeons out there, would if you're about to go into surgery, the moment you get called into surgery, what are you wearing? You know, are you wearing your scrubs Carrie, or are you wearing a working girl outfit? I want to tell you that we have literally... I guess it would have ruined the joke. We have thousands of listeners and I can tell you not one of them is a surgeon. I don't know that I agree with that. If you are a surgeon listening to this, please message us. I will not be holding my breath. I think... I think we may have a surgeon. I'm just saying. Okay. I, I know we have nurses. 
Why don't you think we have a surgeon? Because you don't I think, think s- Ben Carson listens to our podcast? I guarantee you Ben Carson does not <laughs> listen to our podcast. But also, too, I feel like surgeons <laughs> don't appreciate television in the way that regular people do. Because surgeons... Wait, why aren't surgeons regular people? Because, Let's unpack this. Because surgeons are like... Like the amount of like studying and and weird sort of like they think they're their shit because they've done all this stuff and they can like cut open a brain and shit. Did you have a bad? Did you have a bad experience dating wise with no, someone who was a surgeon? No, I did not. I did. I've never dated a it surgeon. Like you hate but I'm just surgeons. saying. No, I, I think surgeons are a little full of themselves. <laughs> Based on. Based on every surgeon I've ever met. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. I hope we haven't alienated any listeners right now. <laughs> if, if our base is surgeons, then I will gladly retire and let someone take my spot on this podcast. All right. <laughs> All right. Ben Carson, we're waiting to hear from you. Just kidding. Yeah, he's the new secretary so, um, of housing and urban development. So after <laughs> the surgeon, yes. after working girl surgeon leaves, Sophia, Sophia comes, comes out, out and says, got the results. No, Sophia can't, comes out. She just gave her blood. Yes. Right. And so she... But she gets the results there. Yes, but not yet. She comes out, she gave her blood. Dorothy, this is finally, finally the moment where she says the thing that Dorothy needs to hear. She tells Dorothy a story about her first day at school Uh and how every day Dorothy got picked on by this one girl named like Deborah or whatever. Deborah. And then... It, and then she says to Dorothy, and then when you came home from that first day of school or when you came mm-hmm. home, I asked you how school was and you said, mom, school was great. I made a new friend named Deborah." Mm. And Dorothy goes, well, wait, ma, how, how did you know the things that she was doing to me? The teachers never saw it. She always picked on me when, when the teacher's back was turned. And Sophia says, because she, and on her first day of school, she yeah. stood at the window and watched for four hours just in case Dorothy needed her. You know that's she what a saw mother that does. on a Folgers commercial. Wait, that <laughs> Sophia saw it or that the writer Sophia, saw it? Sophia. I think... Uh, I'm sure it's genuine. I'm sure. Yeah. But the that. point is like... It was sweet. It was it, a sweet. It doesn't thing. matter if they're biological. It's that she raised this girl to. It's it's. She's the mom. She's right, the mom. But bl- this is what Blanche told Dorothy in the previous scene. And Sophia's so it, finally it, dropping it. You know, it I, feels like it would have been if we didn't have that scene with Blanche. Yeah. If, if Blanche hadn't said that to Dorothy, I feel like it would have been a little bit more impactful. But the yeah. fact that she was told the same thing twice. I don't know. I feel like this entire episode is getting to the next scene. Well, so <laughs> but, then, but we learned the doctor comes out, so then gives the, the results, comes out. which is I also call bullshit on I because do too. it took me three weeks for them to confirm that I had cancer, and it took this person thirty minutes to do a DNA test. Not even thirty Not minutes. Even. She gave her blood, walked down the hallway, sat down, told yeah. Dorothy a four-minute story, and the guy was like. Hey, Maury, here's the envelope. You're not the father. Yeah. Like, DNA tests <laughs> don't good, happen in five minutes. That was a good cultural minutes. reference. Oh, my God. Speaking of Maury and other talk shows, listeners, I have, a talk, I have a podcast recommendation for you after you're listening to ours. Go listen to WBEZ Chicago's Making Oprah. Oh, my God. So good. It's a shorter four-part episode. It's from this reporter from from um, WBEZ, 
And it is so good. It talks about the making of the Oprah Winfrey show. They interview Oprah, but they interview a bunch of producers and everything. And they talk about like, you know, that Oprah wasn't going to go down the road of Maury and all these things and mm-hmm. how difficult that decision was and how they hurt in the ratings and all these different things that they were doing. It's a fascinating podcast. Because for a while, didn't Oprah, she was sort of leaning in that direction she where she would have it. people who were like, yes. oh, I was abducted by aliens. Well, she didn't and, do that. But no. yes, so she did similar things. And she on the podcast, she talks, there was a moment, there's a really interesting moment in the podcast where she talks about how she remembers she was doing an episode where it was a husband and he was cheating on his wife and they had the wife and the husband and the mistress. And then all of a sudden the mistress or the husband says that the mistress is pregnant and Oprah remembers and she said this was the moment that this was her aha moment when she realized she wasn't going to be a part of that when she decided when she saw this woman's face and how hurt this woman was and she was like I'm not going to be a part of hurting people I'm not going to be a part of this and she just fundamentally said I'm never doing that again and she didn't do it again and she stuck to her guns and that's why she's a gazillionaire Mm -hmm. and that may have been the easy way out like the easy ratings way out I'm glad she she could have made a bunch of money but she didn't it's a great podcast I really 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 highly recommend it. All right. I listened to it, it while out. I was sick and traveling and, mm-hmm. and yeah. When you were sick and tired, parts one and two. Yeah. Oh, but you know what I did learn when on my travels? One of my, one of my best friends, uh, ever, one of my favorite people in the world who I never, you know, I don't ever think our, my friends listen to the podcast cause they listen to me all the time. But, uh, one of my best friends listens to the podcast, Aww. Lawrence. Hi, you're not listening now probably, but <laughs> Lawrence? Lawrence. Yeah. Lawrence. Hi, Lawrence. Love Lawrence. Olivier. No, that's not his name. Is it of Arabia, that Lawrence? No, he's no. not even oh. Arabian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's from so, Guam. Sophia, the doctor hands Sophia the results. Yes. And she rips that shit up. And she throws it in the trash. She throws it in the trash. And she goes, let's roll. Let's roll. And then they roll. And then they walk out. And then this and entire there's a giant episode, applause break. Giant. This entire episode leads to this next scene. This is really why, like everything else, just didn't matter to me. Like I only care about this scene. Well, I. Th- this is yes. This is this is the scene that everybody knows from this episode for sure. It is the best. Just talk about it. So. Um, <laughs> Rose comes out ready for dance class. Mm, she's wearing that neon pink and green. She looks pink spandex. Good. The kitten heels. Ooh, I wish I could wear those shorts. I can't. I would have the biggest moose knuckle. You know what I'm saying? She <sighs> she looked really good. Ooh, she looked she good. She looked really good. And Blanche is wearing this like floral number thing. Mm-hmm. Just also looking good, but not as good as Rose. Right. And Blanche decides she's not going to go to the dance class. She's going to move that coffee table, and she is going to show Rose something. But not yet. You're shaking your head. No. Because I want to get to that moment so bad. I know bad. you do. So, but Rose, Rose, uses, Rose uses what she knows how to get. She wants Blanche to dance, right? So she knows exactly what she has to say to get yeah. Blanche to dance, which is she says like, yeah. No biggie. I mean, I guess you're just awkward, you know, when it comes to your body. Ooh, so she is you know, that girl the stories on. about your romantic escapades have just been greatly exaggerated. It's like she's throwing the bone at the dog saying, Come on, but taking yeah, it away. Taking it away. On. Come on. And also woof, woof. Woof, woof. Also in this sort of egging her on, she implies that Blanche has had sex with like circus trapeze performers Probably. at a jungle gym. And also Probably. that she had sex with Buzz Aldrin. That's fine. Yeah. I was like, oh damn. Um, so then, yes, that's where Blanche is like, oh, I would have loved if she would have kicked the table. Table flies. Well, here's a funny thing. If you listen, she pushes the table and you mm-hmm. sort of hear what sounds like 
the sound of a table being pushed on a wooden floor like that. Yeah. That scraping. Yeah, yeah. But she's pushing it on the rug. Interesting. I don't know where that sound came from. I don't know if they added a sound effect or like just something. But when she pushes the table, it makes a weird sound. Next like time it's on, on Mysteries floor. of the Golden Girls. And then... Oh, this dancing. Oh, my God, the dance. You know, and this is where it proves this. that Rose is actually kind of a bullshit dancer and but Blanche is not so bad. I wouldn't say she's a bullshit dancer. She lifts I, her leg two seconds too slow. Okay. But first, they do a tango, they right? They do a tango. It's the, the, dun, dun, I love dun, that Blanche dun, is leading, dun, 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 that Blanche is the butch one. There are, there are like so many, like almost like emotional yeah. phases like yeah. to this dance mm-hmm. because Blanche is very like, she's serious in like, the way she shimmies. And then and even when she tickles Rose and Rose gets out of character and she's like, starts to laugh and Blanche is like, no, come on dance bitch. And then, and then she goes right back into it and yeah. Rose is sort of making this like, Oh, like she's getting into it. And then yeah. here's what I love because they call it a dirty dance in class. We're thinking of the movie Dirty Dancing. Not that dirty. And they do the same move where, like, Blanche comes up behind Rose and Rose's arms up, and, and Blanche puts her arm down Rose's, uh-huh. like, arm and, and her armpit and her side, and yeah, Rose yeah. laughs like she's being tickled, yeah. just like Jennifer Grey laughed when Patrick Swayze did it, which, mm. P.S., wasn't in the script. She was just really ticklish, and he yeah. kept getting upset because she kept laughing. Back when Jennifer Grey looked like um, Jennifer Grey. That, that dance, like, yeah. you, it just, it's... The woman, the women's, both of them, the women's performance yeah. in that dance is like, like stellar. Like that's what I was, would have submitted for an Emmy nomination. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked, but it, it was great. <laughs> it's so great. And it ends with a, an ass grab. I mean, an a ass grab. A straight up ass grab. Blanche fucking ass grab. It takes a, takes a full on grope of, yeah. of Rose's booty. Yeah. Ooh, I love a good ass mm-hmm. grab. Ooh. Yeah. It reminded me, it's fun because another very memorable Rose and Blanche dance scene that we didn't t- mention earlier is the one where Dorothy hurts her foot. Oh, yeah. And they're doing the tap thing. That's right. And she's like, oh, man, Dorothy, this is Dorothy's part. Oh, I hope she gets better before the thing. It goes on go, for a Dorothy, long time. Go, Dorothy, yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a great, and again, it's them in the living room Those with legs. like the table pushed aside. Yeah. Um, it was so great. Then, so then Dorothy and Sophia walk in and it's like, and one of them says, this isn't what a looks like i forget who and it was funny because you know that was like a, oh my god we're not doing yeah. sexual things yes yeah. uh because who would think that as soon as and again this is where i have a huge problem with the bosco family yeah. as soon as dorothy and and sophia walk in which they have just been out getting a DNA test yes. because this family has come to them and said, hey. Put them through hell. Let's just be real. Has put them through hell. Yeah. As soon as they walk through the door. Now, put mind Dorothy you. through hell. The Boscos don't yet know the results of the DNA test. Yeah. As soon as Dorothy and Sophia walk through the door, the Boscos go, okay, we're leaving. Thank you. It's been so great to see everybody. Uh, bye-bye. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Now you're leaving? Yeah. You've These literally people... dropped a shit bomb, and like what? <laughs> I kind of, so I kind of love the arrogance of these people. Hearing the results of the DNA test because they realize it doesn't matter because love is love and children are children. No, that's not what they say. Come on, Gina, let's go home and give you to poor man. And, and yeah, and he's like, eh, Gina loves this man, so we're gonna bring her home so she can marry him. Gina. Yeah, no shit. That's what you should never have come. Gina has no taste. And also, I feel like the point of their trip was mm-hmm. to go, hey, we may have swapped our daughters. 
Let's investigate it and get it figured out. But instead, they just come in and go, hey, we may have switched our daughters. Bye. We got to go. Yeah, I know. Who are you? But also, too, like, how badass are you that you don't give a fuck? (laughs) That's kind of, I mean, they are. are. And And again, we never, Sophia never has a conversation. No, not once. With the Boscos about this. I love how angry you are. I'm so angry (laughs) at them. Because I'm just like. I'm mad at Sophia. I know. This shouldn't just be a situation between you and Dorothy. This should be like, you need to sit these people down and say, hey. You've just come in and dropped a bomb on my family. You know what would have been funnier? You know what would have been funnier? If they had come to only Sophia and it was up to Sophia to get a piece of Dorothy's hair in order to bring it to... Sure, (laughs) sure. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. Yeah. This was... This episode was very upsetting to me. No, it wasn't because we got an ass grab of Rose. That's all that matters. We did. But I, I just like... Like, fuck you, Boscos. So they leave, and Sophia and Dorothy are sitting there, and then Sophia, Dorothy's about to leave, and Sophia pulls out a yellow piece of paper. And Dorothy's like, what's that? Mm -hmm. And Sophia's like, it ain't nothing. You know, she's like, go away. But Dorothy's all like, you you saved the DNA test. And Sophia's like, so what if I did? And then she's like pulling one over because then Sophia reveals it's actually a shopping list. Nah, this is my shopping uh, list. You have no sense of humor. And she keeps joking. She even even when they're exiting, they, she makes a joke, being like Mrs. Petrillo to you or something. Yeah. Um, oh, and also um, uh, before that, uh, Blanche is so turned on by her and Rose's dirty dance that mm-hmm. she's like, "The circus is in town. Let's let's go find the Finelli brothers." Wouldn't it be great to have sex with like? A circus act person, like a like a like a like a high ropes person or something. I don't know. I think about the flexibility. Sure, yeah, I guess. But like, I very distinctly remember when I was like fifteen, sixteen. In sync had a Disney concert on the Disney Channel. Oh, um, it was like a live concert they did in Florida, and yeah. Disney recorded it and aired it with commercial breaks and everything. And I recorded it onto VHS. And I remember watching it, and wa- and I was like, again, fifteen, sixteen. I remember watching Justin Timberlake dance, yeah, and going, I bet he's really good in bed. Oh, yeah. I remember looking at Justin Timberlake when I was fifteen or sixteen, and thinking, he probably has a skinny penis. Huh. We thought different things. <laughs> we definitely did. And that was the that episode. That was the episode. That was the episode. I mean, I'm glad we watched it for the dance scene. Oh, the I know. That's all it was worth. That's, that's, I mean, it was a good, actually, you know what? It wasn't a badly written episode. It wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. It was actually a, a good episode, but, uh, the dance really did it for me. Ooh, that dance. Mm. Yeah. The dance did it for me. I enjoyed it. I just, I, I can't, I can't forgive the Boscos. Yeah. You mean Frida and the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Um, I, my golden takeaway from this episode yes. is, that Sue needed to come visit us. That wasn't my golden takeaway, um, but Sue did come visit. Okay. I My golden takeaway from this episode is that I should wear more spandex. Yeah. I would like to... I've never seen you in spandex. I would like to see you in spandex. You really can just look at any of my pants and see that I would not look good in spandex. Mm, I don't know that I agree with you. Because I have... A, we know how big my legs are. We talk about them enough. So, I know. I like yes. your legs. Thank I enjoy you. your legs. But spandex... I should wear more spandex just because I feel like I would maybe normalize it. Yeah. 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 That's my golden takeaway. Um... 
I, I feel like you guys know my golden takeaway. Like, don't drop shits in people's living room and, mm. and then just leave. Like Stinky the Bosco said. piles of steaming shit. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't just drop a shit bomb on someone That's so and then gross. leave. That's so gross. That's my takeaway. Let's wrap I this shit. I feel it would have been inauthentic to say anything else. Up. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yes, you guys have been the best. If you guys are following along, the next episode we'll be watching is the finale it's of the season finale four. the finale of this season, yeah. It's We're Out of Here, parts one and two. I mean, we're not literally out of here. Like, that's the we're episode. We're not out of here. That's the name of the episode, We're not of going anywhere. Well, we're going into season five. That's true. Which, to me, I'm excited because it's just one more season closer to it's the also, case of the Libertine Bell. It's true. And it also, when the season starts shifting into being a little bit more absurd, like, that's when... Oh, yeah. Um, we're starting to get into, like, Mitchell Hurwitz and Yeah, things start and, getting weird, yeah. which is exciting because yeah. that's usually... I mean, I think that's true fans. Like, those, that's their favorite times is yeah. when things start getting a little absurd. So we're very excited for that. So, you guys, you can go to outonthelanai.com to check out all kinds of GG fun. You can also go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. On Twitter, Golden Girls Pod. Um, check us out. Get in, you know, chat us up. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. And I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And if you liked what you were listening to and you like the sound of what you heard, you can go to patreon.com to, you know, give us a little donation. Um, or it's out on the slash donate, excuse me. But we have partnered with Patreon. You can set up a one time donation or a monthly donation. And it helps us, you know, cover things like, you know, the, 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 the posting of the podcast or live shows because we're going to have an epic live show coming up very very soon which we're very excited about um and if you can't donate um you can uh, and you still want to show love for the podcast you can go to itunes and leave us uh how many stars do they do five leave us a five five. star leave a rating these things are really important actually go on and leave a comment on the podcast um definitely thank you guys so so much for your patience as we're getting hopefully back into a regular schedule here yeah uh as always keep up the facebook comments the facebook messages the twitter comments we love all of them they literally some of these messages make me cry because they're so incredibly sweet. sweet. And it makes me really, truly believe that there are still so many good people left in this world. There really Uh, are. Yes. I'm grateful for all of it. So thank you guys again for listening. And as always, remember, stay stay golden. golden. Don't shit on people's floors. Stinky piles of shit. (laughs) 